Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm Brett Boone, and today on the program, we've got a little playoff special for you. I played for this man only one season, 2000. Uh... He's one of my all-time favorites. Three-time World Series champion. Hall of Famer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Texas Rangers skipper, Bruce Bochy. Boach, I know you're busy, and I appreciate you doing this, man. Thanks for coming on the program. Of course. Well, anytime, Booney. It's good to see you. Good to hear you. Yeah, we're in Houston right now. We got in uh, last night. Uh, we got to work out today before we get this thing going tomorrow. Um. We talk. We had for those of you watching the Boone or listening to the Boone podcast right now. Bruce came on the show a couple of years ago, and he had retired. Uh, managing, he he finished in 2019 with the Giants. We had the talk on this show. We even we even discussed Bruce was going to do a podcast, and he's like, "Boney, what do you think?" And and we were talking, and next thing you know, uh, the opportunity comes up: Texas Rangers, and I hear. Bruce Boach is going to manage the Texas Rangers. What was, what was the main thing that made you made you jump back in after doing it for so long, having so much success in in uh, San Francisco? Yeah, Booney. Uh, well, first of all, I'll start with when I stepped down. I thought it was the time to do it, and I didn't know if I would manage again. And uh, actually, my timing was pretty good. Uh, that was the COVID. The, the next year was the COVID year. And I said, man, I couldn't have picked a better time to step down because I wouldn't have wanted to be in a dugout with a mask all year and dealing with the bubbling in the hotel. And, and I was good with it. I was doing my time with the family. I didn't know if I'd manage again. And and uh, But the next year, I started missing it. Never called anybody, though. I, you know, I was good with my decision. Well... Some people from France, and I say people, baseball people, approach me about helping them trying to qualify for the World Baseball Classic. I said, you know what? That that would keep me uh, busy. I'll have some fun with it. It wasn't, there was really no money involved or anything. I said, yeah, you know, I'd go to France. I was born there in a little town called Boussac, so that's a connection on that end, and my brother would help me, uh, who scouted for years. He's retired, Joe. He would be my bench coach, and, and we had a blast. Uh, the first uh, the first year got canceled because of COVID, but uh, last August, we went to France. We worked him out, went to Regensburg, trying to qualify. did not go well, but I got back in the dugout. And once I was there, I said, man, I miss this. I really miss it. It was a lot of fun. They were great kids. Uh, so I'd get back, and... You know, after the season, um, I got a call from Chris Young and see why he pitched for me. And so he wanted to see my appetite on getting back in the game. I said, well, it's funny you're calling because I was just saying how much I miss it. So he said, well, I'm coming out there. And he flew out to Nashville where I just moved because of my grandkids. And we talked for about seven hours and he he talked about his vision. They wanted to bring winning baseball back to Texas. Uh, they had full commitment to do that from ownership, front office. They were they were going to go out and sign pitching and get it done. And 
when he left, I said, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in if they're in. And the owner came out, Ray Davis, a uh, wonderful man. And he has the same vision. So I said, let's go. And that's how fast it happened. Next thing I knew, I was at a press conference in Texas back in baseball, still trying to convince my wife it was a good move. <laughs> but she was really good with me being around. And, and I think she just worries that, you know, the ups and downs and the, you know, I've had a couple stints put in, uh, but I tell you what, it's, it's been a blast. I have no regrets. No, that's awesome. And, and you've always had spring training in, in Arizona. You go Padres, Giants, 13-year uh, run with the Giants over in uh, in Scottsdale. Now, all of a sudden, you're in surprise. After missing a few years, it, being there so long, Bo, first as a player, then as a skipper, for it seems like 100 years. seems like you've been managing forever. But you're in surprise. Was it was it tough getting back in the saddle? Like, oh, here we go again. Different group, different organization. But we all know it's, it's the same thing. Baseball's baseball. Get it done. Get ready for the season. Right, right. I'll say this. When I landed in Arizona, the excitement. And, and I was a little nervous, to be honest. Because I was out three years. You know, these kids have gotten younger. You know, now I'm the grandpa. I'm not, you know, and. They don't know a lot about me, so, uh, and that's a good feeling. I think you should have that feeling, getting back. And when the, I went down surprised, and I didn't really surprise was, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know it, uh, how far it was down there, but I mean, you're, you're, you're secluded. There's nothing else but baseball down there. We're Scottsdale, you get a lot, a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, I walked in the clubhouse and I, I just felt, it just felt right. It just felt so good. Then when that first game started, same kind of feeling and, you know, some jitters and stuff. And, but once it started, it's like, this is what I do. This is what I've been doing. This, I almost felt like this is what I should be doing right now. The, the, the one thing I, I was concerned when, when I stepped down, did I step down too early? You know, was was there enough out there to keep me busy? Because I have a, I love to fish, I love to hunt and and golf a little bit, but uh, you know, there's only so much of that, and I I missed it, and uh, I realized uh, I, this is the best thing I could have done because the next time I do step down, uh, I'll know it's 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 definitely the right time. Um, when did you start to know in your mind? Uh this team was going to be good because it's, it's a Texas team that in, in recent history uh, hasn't had a lot of success. You brought in a lot of new guys in. You had the big guy from New York to Grom. Uh, you've added some pieces, you know, obviously Seeger and Simeon were the big signs a couple of years ago, but when did you realize, was it in spring training you realized this team's got a chance to be good? Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll start before then. I, when, when I was getting interviewed, so to speak, uh, I, start, I went back and started looking at games. And I said, you know what? This is, this is a good team. This is a really good offensive club. Their first baseman, though, had just won the Silver Slugger. They, you know, they just signed uh, Marcus and uh, Corey up the middle. And, you know, they put a lot of money in, the, in those two guys. They had a young kid who got some time in, Josh Young. And watching him, I said, man, this kid can hit. Then you go out in the outfield and get Garcia, you know, Dolly, he can, I mean, big power, uh, uh, good defender, good speed, uh, Tavares in center field. And they had this kid, uh, Jonah Heim, behind the plate. 
Now he fatigued out the second half, but you know, watching him, I said, "Man, this kid—he he can catch, he can throw, and he's a switch hitter." I said, "They're going to put runs on the board, which they, they were doing. They just need some pitching." So um, that's when I first realized it. Now, to your point, when we signed Degrom, Evaldi, uh, Heaney, we get the spring training. There, this team had a look. You know, they. You kind of remind me of you know previous good teams, you know, the professional guys, uh, uh, you know, uh, the position players. They they were men and uh, they they just handled themselves so well. And then of course you look at the ground leading the way. Unfortunately, we lost them, but watching he and Evaldi in spring training, I said, "Geez, uh, who's got a better one-two than us?" So I I really felt that this team was going to get to the postseason uh, in spring training. Yeah, when I saw you guys make that DeGrom, I, I mean, anytime you got a healthy DeGrom, everybody can watch. You don't have to be a baseball guy to know how nasty he is, but he does go down early. And then all of a sudden at the trading deadline, I'm looking at you guys, and, and I saw this. The big, the big sign was Max Scherzer, but coming in behind him was Montgomery, and I had followed Montgomery in his time in New York. He went to St. Louis did very well. He came to you guys. He's, he's kind of been an unsung hero behind the scenes. Montgomery's really stepped up. Uh, so Max pitched well for you for a while. Then all of a sudden, so Max, it's like you got your second DeGrom. Then he goes down. You missed him for the, for the remainder of the regular season. And uh, speaking of Max, uh, I'm watching your game the other night, Boach, and, and you guys are about to clinch uh, that, that sweep, that second sweep. And I see, and I think everybody saw it. We're watching Max Scherzer. He looked like a caged animal walking in, around that dugout. And I go, you know, I got some buddies always asking me, you think he's going to pitch? I said, well, I'm not on the ground, but that look on his face, and I know the type of guy Max is, he's going to do everything in his power to pitch. So where are we at with Scherzer? Is he going to be there for, for, the, uh, for the playoff round of the Houston Astros? He looks really good. You know, we have not set the roster yet. He threw the other day. And he threw almost 70 pitches, maintained his stamina and stuff was there. So all depends how he feels today. That's, you know, we have to have the roster set by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. My guess is he's going to be good to go. But, you know, we, we got to just check this last box off. Uh, sometimes, you know, the next day or two is when they feel it or feel something. But you're right. This He's amped up. He's, he's just excited. He's excited for the guys. But, uh also, the possibility that um, he's, he's going to be with us. And so, looks good. We just haven't uh, uh, you know, talked to him today. Uh, our, our workout's at 4 o'clock today. So, we'll we'll know uh, once we get in there. Trainers, uh, you know, just okay uh, him. Another one on that list is John Gray. Uh, John could be uh, available for this, this round, too. Very cool. And, Max, I don't see if you in his normal capacity. Would you use him in a different role, or would you probably – if he's good to go, he's good to go. He's a starter. Right, right. That's that's how we would want to use him. Uh, but, you know, if it was a relief, then, hey, we would take that. Uh, but, I, like I said, you know, for him to throw as many pitches as he did, and uh, he came out of that uh, good so far, that I, I could see him starting if, uh, if all's okay today. Very good. Um we talked briefly the other day, and I was watching you guys and, and uh, down the stretch. You had 10 games left. You had, you had seven, I think, with Seattle, three with Houston. 
Seattle goes to uh, to Texas to you guys. You guys whoop up on them. You sweep them. Uh, you come to Seattle for the final four games. You lose three out of four. I'm watching that final game. Seattle's been eliminated, so it doesn't matter for them. But I'm like, Boach has got to win to keep home field advantage here and get that buy in the first round. <laughs> you lose the final game, and I'm just thinking what's going through your head. I'm going, he just went from going home and, and getting a rest, getting his rotation lined up, to I got to get on a plane and go play a 99-win Tampa Bay. Come to find out it wasn't a big deal. You guys whooped up on Tampa Bay uh, two games. But at the end of the that game, 162, and, you, and you're in that scenario, what do you take away from that? What are you thinking at the end of that game? What do you tell your players? You know, Booney, uh, it's funny you brought that up because it, I don't know if there was anybody in that clubhouse, myself, the coaching staff, we were like, are you serious? I mean, we, we got to fly right over Dallas and go to Tampa, five and a half hour flight. I mean, we we were all disappointed. Just, I mean, really disappointed. And you know, we had you know, we had to face Kirby. And, you know, not a lot of teams are doing much with Kirby. He's got great stuff. And you know, we lose one nothing. Did you know? I think we got one guy in, in uh, scoring position. But uh, yeah, it was a really bad feeling. I don't know how how else to say it. We, but with that said. I said, once we get to Tampa, and you know, now they realize they're in the postseason, that feeling is going to go away. I felt that with this club because this club, um, I only met with them once in Minnesota. Uh, this team has been remarkable of putting that stuff behind them from injuries, losing to Grom, Scherzer, things like that. It's the most, it's the biggest roller coaster ride I've been on in all all my years, you know, with the streaks, I'm talking about winning and losing streaks. Uh, and this certainly was a, it was a gut punch, you know, to, to, you know, have to go to Tampa there, but it's incredible how they handled it. We got to Tampa, didn't really say anything, but you could feel their juices getting going. And uh, so I felt good in Tampa. I did. I knew, I, and don't get me wrong. I knew, I know how good Tampa is. I know how good they are at home. So, you know, they were missing a couple of their big starters, but uh, we still had to beat some good pitching. But these guys got the right frame of mind, and they've done that all year, and that, that's probably what I'm as proud of with these guys as anything is their ability, uh, you know, to have that resilience to bat, you know, bounce back from some of these tough losses. And that Seattle series, oh, my goodness, that, that was a crusher. Because the first game, we were up 2-1 in the ninth. Yeah. Two outs, bases loaded. One more out, we win that one. And um, yeah, we we end up losing that. So it it was a it was a rough series for us. I'm looking at this playoff the way it's set up. I mean, an Oriole. Th- then you go to the Orioles and you beat them th- three straight. 101 win team. Uh, the Dodgers won 100 100 games this year. They're eliminated. The Braves have been the best team in baseball this year. 104. They're out. Brewers won 92 games. Eliminated. All your experience, and, and there's a new format, and, and Boach, as an ex-player, as a fan of the game, I love the excitement, keeping this this many cities involved for so long. I think it's good for the fans out there. I think they really enjoy it. Most of these cities 30 years ago, they'd already be into full football season, but because of the new format and 12 teams make it to the postseason, 
I think it adds a lot more excitement for the game. That's just my opinion on it. But all your experience managing the three world championships in San Francisco is having to fight through and, and be a wild card and go that that long route. Uh, you think it keeps you sharper? Can it be an edge uh, versus that team that kind of goes wire to wire, wins a hundred and some games, kind of coasting for the last month? Do you think there's anything to that of fighting till the till the last day? Because you never you, you have that adrenaline push and that that playoff feeling through the course of the season. You know, but I think there is. I, I think there's something uh, to it. And so I just experienced on the other side uh, uh, some days off. You know, we got four days off right. before we play tomorrow. Now it's not five, but still. And and what I found in these past four days, uh, you can you can face live pitching. You know, you can have a, a simulated game which we did, you know, we have a three inning deal, but still to, to get them to, to, to practice at the level that you're playing a postseason game on, it's, it's literally, it's impossible. It is. I mean, they, and they, our guys have done a great job. We talked about it. You know, you, you got to keep that competitive edge going, as you said. And, and that's, that's what's my biggest uh, worry about the club, because you're right. You're running on adrenaline, boom, boom, boom. You're going from, you know, city, city, and all of a sudden it shuts down for four days. And as you know, this game, you can't hit that switch on and off, especially when you've had four or five days off. So I'm sure these clubs, I'm talking about Atlanta, the Dodgers, they've been through it before. So I'm sure they were, they tried different things and, and they did the uh, the games and they had the crowd and, and, uh, and invited to the, the workouts and stuff, tried to get that going. But still, you know, the timing I hit a, baseball at 98 miles an hour it's just that you take a few days off you know and that may take some time to get back now houston it didn't affect so much they came out and they played very well but i i think to your point yeah I, there is something about it because i've been in that wild card thing it's worked for us uh, uh in the past and uh you, you just keep going and uh these guys keep that edge yeah, it is. You, you can't recreate it. It's like in the offseason, getting ready for the season. You know, you could go hit and take as many ground balls as you want, but it seemed boats like every year when I got to spring training and I had that first real infield session, I'd come in and my legs were sore and, and I did everything I could that you just can't recreate right. game type, game type atmospheres, game right. type adrenaline for, for me is the big thing. It's like, yeah, we can pretend that it's on the line, but, but it ain't on the line. If I don't get a hit here, it's no big deal. But in the game, it is a big deal. Uh, Adrenaline's the best drug in, in the world. It is. Can't beat it. I, I know for myself, uh, I'm a huge, you know, me and you are, you know, we've been friends for a long time. I'm a huge fan of Bruce Bochy. A lot of most people are. And on the other side of the field tonight, and you probably, you might even get sick of it. Like, Bruce is one of the favorite managers of the players of all time. And then you got Dusty Baker and everybody loves Dusty too. And it seems like, uh, you know, a year ago, Dusty won the world series and it was first world series. It seemed like America was pulling for Dusty. I was talking to my producer before I came out here. I said, the whole world's going to be pulling for Bruce and Dusty. It's going to be like, they want you both to win. One of you is win. So everybody's going to be happy. Is it ever too much for you that it's the Dusty boat show? Cause it is a big deal. It is a big deal for what you, not only for what you accomplished 
uh, but the men you guys are and the <clears throat> and the significant significance I think you've been and Dusty have been to this game of baseball. Well, I, I mean, I'll say this. I'll start with this. Uh, I mean, it's. I think the world of Dusty. I love Dusty. Uh, we've had our battles in the National League West. We've had some good battles. We've had postseason battles. Uh, uh, and it's pretty cool that in my first year back here, here we are. We're, we're going at it. So it's going to be exciting. It really is. But, you know, it's always the players. It, I'll never stop saying that. Uh, there's only so much we can do. And, uh, you know, our guys have to go out and execute. Last time we played these guys, we didn't do a very good job of that. And we got pummeled. And they've had their way with us uh, this year. So, um, but, you know. I think it's a good story for us old guys and because uh, there's so much talk about baseball, how much it's changed, uh, you know, of course, with the analytics and, and uh, but really, it hasn't changed as much as you think. I mean, you got to, you got to uh, execute the fundamentals. It's an important part of the game. We're on the bases. Uh, you got to, you got to hit a, you know, uh, a guy like Berlander out there thrown in the mid nineties with a slider curveball, and so you know you you can talk about all these things that uh, have changed in the game, but really it's up to the players to go out there, and and we it's incredible how good the players are. Uh, I mean they've always been good, but they they're just you know today's player, great players, are they different? You know, no, they're they're competitive, and sure you you're always going to have guys a little bit more on the analytical side than other guys, but really for the most part, it hasn't changed as much as you'd think. Maybe on the pitching side with the changes and everything, you don't have starters going as much openers and things, but, uh, um, but I know I got away from the dusty thing. No, dusty, uh, it's going to be good to see him. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, two old uh, foes and friends that are uh, going at, going at it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. I, I don't think we could have a better matchup, and it's the first the the ALCS is is the first game before the NLCS starts a day later. But it, it's Boach and it's Dusty and it's it, it, you know what's cool too. It's Texas. I think it's the first time that the Rangers and Houston have squared off uh, in the playoffs. That's really cool for for the. I, I think it's great for the game of baseball and a potential Scherzer Verlander matchup. That would be the trifecta, but I'm really looking forward to it. Bruce, I, I want to wish you the best, man. I, and I know that everybody's pulling at you right now. It's a pain in the ass. I appreciate you taking the time for me, and uh, that that means a lot. One more question, and I know, you know, I know as a player, you as a player, uh, we don't go past today. You know, we we live to play another day, and I know that we're looking at the National League side. How much how much have you paid attention to that race in, in Philly and Arizona? I mean, two of the teams that I just thought, well, I can see Philly, you know, especially with that home field and what it's like in Philadelphia. But Arizona went in 84 games, and they're playing. They're whooping on some people. I, I mean, it's really been fun to watch, and I think it's cool for our game. It's got to put – uh, some guys on the map from Arizona that nobody gets to see play on that national level too much. You know, they don't have all the hype over there in Arizona. Well, you don't usually when you win 84 games. Uh, but but it's been fun for me watching these guys, you know, David and Goliath, them going up against the Dodgers and sweeping the Dodgers. Nobody expected that. So how much you pay attention to the other side? And I know we don't get past that. Who The, the question always is, 
well, who'd you like to face? Well, I'd like to to beat the team I'm playing right now. That's what we think as this player. You paying any attention to that National League side? I am. I am, Booney. Sure, I watch the games. Uh, you know, we played Arizona this year. Uh, uh, it's the other better club uh, than I know. You look at their record, but uh, they they got good young talent. They got, uh, uh, I think, really good pitching. Uh, uh, really good one-two uh, starters there. Uh, and, you know, more depth than you think, but their bullpen, they really tighten that up. They play the game well. They, they do a great job on the bases. They're aggressive. Uh, they're really good on the fundamentals. Uh, and as you know, part of this deal, when you get into uh, the postseason, it, it's all about who's hot, who's playing well, who's pitching well, and where they're at. I mean, Philly's a different team right now than when we saw them when we opened up against them in Texas. Uh, Harper was in there. They were banged up, and uh, we swept them. That's, they are not – they're a completely different team, I think, than when we saw them early in the season. So, been a lot of changes there that uh, Dombrowski has made. And so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching their series too. Very cool. Bruce, I'll let you go. Thanks. All the, all the best. Uh, stay in touch. I'll, I'm sure we'll talk sometime this offseason, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. And, Booney, uh, I appreciate all, it. Always it. good talk with you. You too. For all you watching or listening to the Boom Podcast out there, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next time.